0: Hi, I'm Claire Dowling. Welcome to episode two of the Keep Streets Live podcast, where I've interviewed Director of Keep Streets Live, Chester Wayborn Bingley, who's just returned from a meeting with Westminster City Council and the Westminster Street Performers Association about a new strategy for businesses who complain about a busker. The idea is businesses who complain can get in touch directly with WSPA via an email form, and a rep from WSPA will then go down and assess the situation, and if there is a problem, they will politely try and resolve it with the busker. They will then make a record of the complaint and the outcome. If they can show to Westminster City Council that they are addressing the issues and keep everyone happy, then hopefully a licensing scheme will be avoided altogether. Maybe we could chat about Westminster this week, because that's really exciting. I've just been reading about it online.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a really positive result. So it was, um, we Excellent. came out of it. I mean, one of the guys from Westminster sort of said, well, you know, it was, it's as good as it could have been, really, you know, because... We've not been sure for a while, really, what's been going on there, what the actual intention was. You know, I mean that initially when they started dialogue kind of last year, it was, um, you know, to kind of to look at licensing or alternatives, mm-hmm. um, and and obviously we yeah, we did kind of present the alternative, um, yeah. and they, they seem they're completely on board with it. Yeah, the meet, the meeting really on Tuesday was just about kind of how we proceed with the street performers association and how you know, how we can deal with the complaint side of things really. Um, but it's yeah, they like said they're completely on board, and it was really just dealing with yeah, they come to the process of how we deal with complaints and what they could do to support us to make it work. So it was it was excellent really. Yeah, so very happy with it.
0: Yeah, well done, and it's uh, a good idea to have the email submission, so they can just send an email straight to the Westminster Street Performance Association, and somebody will come down if if they're available in that area, and check out the situation, and then if they need to, they can chat to the busker, and try and solve the problem.
1: Yeah, I mean It's it's great, and for a number of reasons as well. I mean, firstly, of course, it. Um, it takes pressure off the the council from having to handle the complaints in the first place Um, and obviously you know if we look at um, regulating the situation ourselves it makes much more sense for the complaints to be going straight to the people that are there on the ground to help out rather than it going to the council who then have to come back to the performers to sort it out Um, the other thing as well obviously is that because um, in areas like Leicester Square you've got a relatively high turnover you know people are doing kind of 40 minute shows generally um if the council are handling complaints what that effectively means is that you know if someone phones up and complains and then the council have to send somebody down obviously that process in itself probably takes an hour or so on average so once they actually get there you know the 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 person of the complaint was about in the first place has probably finished their show and moved on um. So with the performers handing the complaints, hopefully the the emails can be received almost instantly and dealt with almost instantly. So it does mean, um, firstly, that hopefully they'll be able to talk to the person on the spot, but but also they will know, I mean, if we don't get there in time, we will know who has been performing and, and what they've been up to. Um, and probably can get some feedback as well from other performers that are waiting about, you know, so if it's been about volume or something, we can confer amongst ourselves and and discuss whether we feel that there's actually been a, a genuine problem or not. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it looks, um, it, yeah, it's a perfect solution, really. I mean, it'd be interesting to see kind of how it works on the ground. And obviously part of the success is actually getting people to, yeah making people aware that that email line is there um to actually yeah, approach performers
0: you'll need volunteers they'll need volunteers as well to to go down and make it all happen so um it'll be fascinating to see how that all works out i'll be keeping a close eye on that
1: yeah definitely um, yeah i think i'll think on that front as well i mean it's it, it's really being used to target kind of three main areas in, in the West End. So, um, they, they are places that there are generally performers there all of the time. So, um, we, we have kind of regular reps, but also if we can get two or three other people that are interested in taking it on as well, it, yeah, hopefully we've got it all covered really. So. yeah,
0: It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Great stuff. And, um, Something else I, I thought I picked up on one of the Facebook groups was um, you'd sent a letter to Poole uh, a few weeks ago about their guide to busking. Um, apparently it claims a permit is needed to busking Pool. And, it, and I've just made some notes here from your letter. However, under the 2003 Licensing Act and re- reiterated in the 2012 White Music Act, busking is considered an unregulated activity and as such. No permit or licence is required, so it's a bit similar to what happened to us in Carlisle when they uh, they misused a PSPO against us to get us to move off a spot. Um, I was just wondering if you'd heard anything back from Paul after sending them that. Um, I
1: I did get a reply, um, which was it was very vague, not very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, they they referred me to the um, the dotcav guidance on basking. Um, which um it it doesn't really answer any questions because all it says is it, some boroughs require a, a license, you should check with your local authority. Um uh, and they said this is the you know, this is the line that we're taking. Um, but it, it it doesn't actually say what the boroughs are which require a license on the guidance itself. So it's um it was a bit of a cop-out, really. It it wasn't really an answer to. Yeah, the actual specific questions I asked were, were not answered. Um, but one interesting thing they did bring up was the fact that um, Paul itself is to be dissolved in the next few months. Um, it's been amalgamated with Bournemouth and Christchurch. So there will actually be a new local authority. Um, so one thing we got out of it was I did ask to be if they had contact details for who would be dealing with this in the, in the future so hopefully we can get back and you know maybe something that we can take on from there Um but it's it Paul's been a, a long-standing problem yeah you know, buskers have been having problems there for for many years Um uh, and what has effectively happened now is it's just a, a kind of state of chaos where the, the police are not getting involved um, you know they're, they're not assisting buskers Um, who feel they're being harassed. There are private security firms as well that are actually working within um, private shopping centres that are trying to move on busks as well. Um, It's very much a case of everybody just kind of holding their hands up and not getting involved with what the others are doing. Um, So it it may be a case that, um, you know, if, if we can get a bit of coherence there and stop all the mixed messages It it may be a situation that can be sorted out quite simply again with a bit of communication, Um, and just don't knowing what their actual roles are and and what the law the law is and what their kind of rights and responsibilities are. So um, yeah, I think fingers crossed. It's it's something that we can look at and maybe get sorted out sort of in during sometime the rest of the year. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot
0: of misinformation out there. Um, I think and for some of these people working in local authorities so they don't necessarily know the, the laws so it's great if you can get a dialogue going like we've done up in Carlisle and like you Keep Streets Live have done in lots of other places as well so that people know what the law is and it, it's far better for everyone yeah definitely would you like to tell us a little bit about your role you're a director for Keep Streets Live and what what are
1: Keep Streets Live? What's Keep Streets Live about? Can you um, please? Keep Streets Live is, um, we're a non-profit organisation, we're a company, we're, we're not a charity. Um, we work to um, large to preserve public access to, to public spaces for, um, um, primarily for performance purposes, for arts and music uh, and related street performance. And, um, But also in a wider context as well, we've been involved with campaigns to protect the homeless and protect general rights of the public to to use their high streets.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And you have a fantastic website, uh, KeepStreetsLive.com, with a brilliant resource section for buskers. So if buskers need any help, they can go onto the website and check out the resource section there.
1: Yeah, that's Um, right. Um, yeah, we've also got links through, you We know, have trying to tie in with other organisations that, um, you yeah, may have similar aims, you know, sometimes we do coincide. So um, organisations like the Manifesto Club, who deal with um, kind of hyper-regulation of public spaces. Um, we've also looked at developing links with the skateboarding community, like I said, you know, homeless um, organisations working with the homeless People like Liberty that are working to protect freedom of speech and association and so on as well. So it's, um, like I say, in that wider context, it's kind of a, a large coalition of organisations really that we're involved with.
0: And that's fantastic. And Keep Streets Live have also started doing some crowdfunding themselves now with uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Keep Streets Live.
1: That's right, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And I noticed you've got a PayPal set up now, which is great. That's paypal.me forward slash Keep Streets Live. Keep Streets
1: Live, that's right, yeah, yeah.
0: Fantastic.
1: Um, you well, can also great. use um, contact at keepstreetslive.com um, for, for donations or obviously any other correspondence.
0: Brilliant, thanks, Chester. And what have you got coming up yourself, gig wise?
1: Personally, yeah, I'm just on my way. On Tuesday, I'm leaving the UK for a month or so, um, touring in Germany, but mostly Germany. so oh, um, but, um Quite a lot of Irish pubs, obviously with St Patrick's Day coming up. It's a, there's a bit of a kind of St Patrick's Stroke Irish theme going on. So, yeah, it's always good. It's a good country to tour, and people like their live music. So, yeah, looking forward to. Oh, it. that's lovely! Is there anywhere people can check out
0: your music online and?
1: have a listen maybe buy a copy of your album yes um i'm in a little kind of major outlet so you know itunes spotify um, amazon google all those kind of things right. um and the wayborn chester bingley is a full name which is that's the name i use for the kind of recorded artist stuff so yeah you can check me out online that'd be great
0: lovely chester thank you is there anything else you'd like to add to the podcast
1: um, no, I think we've kind of covered everything for now. No doubt there's there'll be more developments that we'll be keeping up to date with um, when I come back from Germany. Um, uh, so as you know, we're having a bit of an activist meeting in Leeds in April. Um, so yep. that'll be really looking at to kind of define all uh, the directions that we're going for the rest of the year, I think, and um, specifically what people can actually do to help the work that we're doing. Um, so it'll be very much based around... Um, yeah, practicalities you know, rather than just a kind of talking shop where we you know, sit and put the world to rights <laughs> Lovely, I'm looking
0: forward to it, that would be great That's and we, could play out, we could play out the podcast with one of your MP3s, one of your songs
1: That would be great, um, yes you can do that, um, I haven't quite decided which one yet but, um, um,
0: No worries
1: but, um, Actually I'll, I'll send you across probably be, how did it ever come to this which was a so I'm just kind of unplugging as a single, really, which I wrote about. Um, I wrote in the Somme a couple of years ago when I was traveling around northern France. So um, I'll send you that one over.
0: That would be lovely. Thank you, Chester. Brilliant. Thanks for joining us on the Keep Street Live podcast and take
1: care. OK, thanks thank very you. much. Yeah, oh, bye. <laughs> thank you. Bye.
2: Come to this. Sees a mistletoe, remembers his last kiss. It's nineteen seventeen, a February day. The white cliffs of the sea, so very, very far away. Stuck in this bloody field, the not all around. And the bodies lie nice, so deep, You couldn't barely see the ground. Now we're breaking over rock and land. Now we're making our final stand. Shall shut to shake it, cause this Sense a victory was something you never would possess They carved his name in history Alongside all the rest Now in their bloody field You can barely hear a sound thousand crosses You can barely see the ground Now we're breaking over Broken lands Now we're making our final stand Shells and to shake in this solid Land. Now we're making our final stand. Shell shut are shaking, this is all they plan. Stick out.